Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Listen, Give Live on this beautiful Thursday afternoon here in January. Hi, my name is Ian Eisenberg. I'm here from New York. And let me bring in Jay Logan. Hi, Jay. How are you today? I'm doing fine, Ian. It's very, very sunny out here. It's extraordinarily different in California because it hasn't been raining. And it's very odd. We don't have any really? snow. Yeah, no snow in Reno. Has it been hot? Yes, it's been hot. I don't know if it's the opposite of uh, the El Nino. Maybe it's uh, the opposite. Usually it's a lot of warrior rain. But now, this year, it's been, it's almost like spring. I can't believe it. I I don't like it because, you know, we have a water shortage here, and we need water. So it's, uh, it's really sunny California. Excellent. It's been definitely it's cold here. I know that I'm coughing, but so you're saying that is there a drought? Is there been issues about about like using less water in anything like showering and washing cars and things of that sort? Yeah, there um, we have um, there are there are things in in place that uh, you only can use so much uh, water uh, as far as gallon wise and. and then you can't water your grass and certain like certain things like that is that are in place here in California to where we're having uh some water problems and I could just see down the line this summer there's gonna be huge, huge problems if we don't get some rain here because I've never we went through the whole month of December with hardly no rain. And now we're in uh two thousand twelve. Oh yeah, by the way, Ian, happy new year to you. Um you too, Jay. You too. You too. 2012 is going to be bigger than anything we've ever seen before. Right, right, right. So now we're here, and it's, it's really no rain. And this whole week has been all forecast as sun. So I can't believe it. I've never been in California in January or in December with a water shortage like this. Where you know it's kind of warm. It's cold at night a little bit, but it's odd. Very odd. Yeah, it's definitely been strange, but. One thing I could say about Listen, Give Live is this is a show which is about music and giving back. It's listening and giving, as you can see on our website, listengive.com, as in we focus on on nonprofits that focus on music and also nonprofits that run, that actually are run by musicians, and I know today I believe we have an amazing guest today, and something that really helps us with music. So, Jay, musically, I know last week we were talking about the new year and it was, and how has, how was your new year? Did you get to spend at home like you declared last week? My, I, I did. I spent some time at home and I, I watched the shows and I watched Dick Clark. I enjoyed him and I watched Justin Bieber sing Let It Be. I couldn't believe that was the song he chose, but what did he know let about it, that? Let, 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 let it, let it, Bieber. Or there was the big controversy on NBC's New Year's special, where CeeLo Green changed the words to "Imagine" by John Lennon. Did you hear about that? 
Oh no, that's that's new to me. He changed the oh wow. <laughs> he changed the words because the, the, like the correct line was about there being no religion. Imagine a world with no religion, and instead he changed the word saying all religions true instead of no religion too, and that has gotten some people who are just angry. Right now, we. Well, the world is changing. We have a excellent. So, JF, notice that our guests have arrived. So I say, let's bring them on. Here we are. Welcome, welcome, both of you. Our wonderful guest today here on Listen Give Live. Thank Hi, you. This is, this is, uh, hi, this is Gail. Hi. Hi, hi Jay. Uh, hi. Hello, Ian. Hello. Hello, this is Harry. Hi, Harry. Yes. Hello, Harry. Yes, yes, I'm from the Yes program. Uh, yes. Yeah, can anyone hear me? Yes, we hear you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ian, are you there? Did we lose Ian? Yeah, I think he might have lost him. Well, he uh, I hope not. Harry, we're just having a technical uh a technical malfunction here for a second. Um cuz sure. we are We'll need Ian to get back on because we have our board. Audience members, please excuse us. This has not happened on live before. Hello, is Ian there? All right, uh, just give us a second here. Hi, everyone. This is Ian. I was a little cut off. How is everyone doing today? Okay, we're fine. So can we all hear each other? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you now. Hitesh, can you hear us? Yes, I can. And Ian, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, so, uh, Harry, well, first of all, before we go on, uh, welcome to the show. And um, we'd like to know, uh, Harry, shall we call you Hitesh or shall we call you Harry? Whatever works best. Okay. <laughs> well, th- thank you for being on the show. And we shortly sh- will have Neha Jane also. So, um, Harry, you know, we had you as part of the Listen and Give event last week. And, you know, a lot of people have no idea about what the YES program is about and, you know, how you even came to be in it. Can you share with us about the YES program and, you know, what it's about and, and, and its benefits and so forth? Sure. The YES program is a initiative of the Art of Living. Um, the service branch, you can say the service arm of the Art of Living Foundation, which is the International Association for Human Values. And the YES program is a part of the International Association for Human Values, or IAHV. And it is dedicated to providing students with a healthy body, a healthy mind, and a healthy life, lifestyle. And um, um, things like it targets 
conflict re resolution within the students, um, taking more responsibility, having more respect, friendliness, and cooperation within the classroom, within themselves, with, within their relationships, um, and just leading a very stress-free and a healthy life. Um, can you, you know, I know that you have done a lot, you know, in terms of, you know, what you do and with what you teach the kids. Can you give us some examples of, like, you shared with us about what the benefits are for the kids, but I know that you're a teacher. Can you, sh can you share, like, some of the personal things that you've seen happen with children and also how you think that this, these, um, the breathing techniques and also the meditation and the yoga and so forth from what you do in Art of Living does, how it can also help musicians as well and artists right. alike. So we believe that neither in school nor at home are students ever taught to deal with their own emotions, with their own mind. In school, what students learn is are subjects like science, math, English, but they fail to learn about things, things that are mo the, the things that are closest to them, their own emotions, um, their own feelings, their own relationships, how to deal with certain situations. And so the YES program provides a foundation for these students to be more aware of all these situations. Um, well, these breathing techniques, there's, from the Art of Living Foundation, as it was um, found when it was founded, this was all these techniques were adopted from the Art of Living Foundation, and later became part of the IHB. As of January 1st, all youth courses in the Art of Living, in, with, including the Yes program, um, which is for ages from 13 to 18, um, the Art Excel program, which is an art and excellence program for children ages 8 to 13 or 8 to 12, and the ANGELS program, which is for ages 5 to 8. All these courses have been moved, you can say, to the International Association for Human Values from the Art of Living Foundation. And what, the, what these breathing techniques are is it's just a way to relieve the stress. So it's just like, Gail, I'll give you an example. It's just like a child is carrying a a child goes to school and is carrying a say twenty five pound bag with full of books. Now, say this, the the school is about a mile away and the child is walking. What's going to happen at first? The student the student it's not going to be that much of a weight to carry. But once the student get, gets out of the house, but as the student makes his or her way to school. The, the, the weight of the bag is going to get to a certain point where it's almost going to be unbearable to carry, just because of just because of holding it for such a such a long period of time. So stress acts upon the system in the same way, and it, if it is not relieved from the system, it becomes uh, it takes the form of different types of emotions, negative emotions, um, in the form of a lot of stress. Um, low energy in the students at a very young age, too. So this program is just 
providing another tool for these kids to have a lot of energy and go back to their nature, um, which they really are, which they really are natural. They are 100%. Um, um, they're giving, all these things. So in terms of the school programs that, that, that are happening in the YES program, it's like this. When we see a child, when we see a child, the child is born, and they're born with so many of these qualities um, that we admire. They're, they're born with being 100% in every situation they're in, um, being natural at all times. Um, they're born with all these good qualities. Like, they'll cry, and then two, two seconds later, they'll forget about it, and they'll start laughing. That's the nature of a child. They don't keep any of the stress stored in any part of the system. As adults and as we grow up, if I have a fight with you, Gail, I will hold on to this emotion even after I, we have finished this conversation and I will walk away with the same amount of anger towards you. And that forms into stress and is stored in some part of the body. So in the same way, the child or in a completely different way, I should say, the child, until it is completely rid of its stress from its system, it's going to cry its heart out before it lets go. So once, once it's completely out of the system of the child, then the child lets go. And then the next moment you see them cry, you see them happy, you see them smiling, and they'll completely forget about what happened five minutes ago. And that is the true nature of the child. So when the, when the child is put through the school system from K through H, what is the actual product that is being produced in schools? So a child enters the schools with all these positive qualities, qualities such as naturalness, 100, giving their 100%, you know, the ability to learn so much. They, they want to take in so much from the world. And what happens after 12th grade? The, the, the child comes out in most cases, comes out to be, they have, more, they have lack of energy. Um, they come out to be more stressed. Um, they, they go through all these emotions, jealousy, um, anger. They, they might dislike a classmate. And all this forms, comes in the form of stress and gets stored in some part of the body. Maybe it, it might, the mind itself is affected by four things, food, time, place, and people. So because of these things, the child, or as, he, as, an, as an adolescent, the child becomes um, bogged down by these things. So what, are we, what is the school system actually producing? The child goes in with all these wonderful qualities, and the product that's being produced after high school is such that it's not, it's not a human value worth um, having. It's not something that's worth having in your life. Um, they're coming out, in the, they're going in the opposite direction while they're going to school. So what's the purpose? Well, the purpose of the schooling is to nurture these qualities, and that's what the YES program provides, is bringing the students back to their own nature, back to themselves, back to being 100%, back to seeing that this world is full of possibilities, and it's, and it's all through experience. It's not a lecture that we're giving in class. It's not a speech that they're going to hear from me or any of the other teachers in, in, in the IHB. It's 
completely through experience. And just today, I'm coming back from Freeport, Long Island, having taken a a course for these high, juniors and seniors in high school. And at the beginning of the course, they were so, you can say, rebellious. Um, you know, since they had been through this in with, with us last year, um, they seemed to be somewhat rebellious because of, because of it being in an informal environment last year. It was in a gym class, and we did, in the district of Freeport, Long Island, we did a total of 6,700 students, meaning the entire district from K through 12th. And we saw that as the child grew up, grew older, it was, it was so visible, it was so clear that as the child grew older, their enthusiasm started to come down their ability to respond to situations. It was like in fourth grade, they would be more enthusiastic. In fifth grade, instead of the school nurturing these qualities and making them even more ready for this world, it was, it was going in the opposite direction. So the school that we were, that we're in, at first, so today we just did a bit of the breathing, a relaxation uh, uh, guided relaxation, which we, we which we don't necessarily refer to as meditation, just because of we don't want to scare the kids at first. Um, but doing doing all of this breathing today itself um, provided such a difference. The, the the students saw such a difference in in their own body. They, they everyone almost. I would say 99% of the class, there were, there were maybe a couple of students out of 120 that I taught today, maybe one or two, that did not have the experience of themselves, experience of energy, having complete energy, the, the benefits, the, all the benefits that um, these breathing techniques, meditation um, bring. And the purpose of the breathing techniques themselves is to take you into meditation which we all know as being concentration and all these things. But these kids are so blown away, and we haven't introduced the cornerstone technique of the program, which is the Sudarshan Kriya yet. And they're already l- looking very good at that school, very good. Well, you know, Harry, I, you know, um, I'm sure Jay and Ian have some questions as well. And, you know, we had originally said 10, 10 minutes, but, you know, I really want to know, can you stay on with us maybe about five to ten minutes more? Because I think our audience, as we progress into the music side of it and also the, um, the, the other parts of this, um, it right. offers something to everyone. So, you know, um, I just have one more question, and then I'm going to hand you over to, you know, your illustrious hosts, Ian and Jay. You know, I've done right. this work, you know. I would like you to also share that if that happens with children, can we fast forward to you as an adult or Ian or I or Jay as an adult? You made, you made mention of when adults have disagreements or when they have problems at work. Can you um, move hone in on that, like what this kind of work offers also to musicians who are adults or children or people who have you know, just everyday stresses or disagreements or even places where sometimes people have disagreements and are not willing to see their parts around things or when or uh, when musicians lose their way of their creativity and they don't know how to bring it back, you know? Sure. Or they say, or I'll, they'll say I'll just wait until the creativity comes back. Can you uh, share a little bit with us on that on how the, the breathing and the meditation opens up that way? 
Well, more than the breathing and the meditation, I would say that, let me just back up for a minute. All these things that I've said for the children or, or the students in high schools and grammar schools, all these things apply ten times more, I would say, to adults because these things ferment in the system as the, pers- as the child grows up and to an adolescent and becomes a young adult and becomes an adult. All these things get stored in some part of the body as a form of stress. For example, if, if, if someone were to, um, for example, slap me, um, a particular person, we had, a, we had a, uh, an argument sometime when I was five, six, seven, eight years old, somewhere, somewhere were to harm me. Now, whenever I would think about that person, that same emotion would come back to me, right? Now, if that emotion isn't, or if that conflict isn't resolved, it, it takes the form of stress and becomes an impression in some part of the system. And if that is intended to, um, it can be very dangerous over the course of, because that can be, okay, this person harmed me, and then that, that can turn into a concept. These, these types of people are all like that. So the, the older the person becomes, the more dangerous it becomes for that person. So letting go of these impressions, letting go of these stresses from the system is very, very important. And breathing techniques, of course, they help um, in, in, in aiding to relieve, relieve all the stress. They definitely dis- dissolve the stress. Um, it's definitely a process. Um, and more than the breathing techniques and the meditation, which to most of us seems like a concept, seems like abstract, seems esoterical, it's more about the awareness of of the mind. The more we are aware of what's going on in our lives, in our own mind, um, the more we are able to deal with all, any situation that, w- that we're dealt with um, in the present moment or now. Exactly. So the, the, these creativity blocks that, Gail, you're mentioning, um, that music, the artists have a a challenging time, I would say. I want to use a very strong word, a challenging time um, with it's just a lack of energy in their system. Any emotion, any negative emotion, I would say, is just the, a lack of proper energy. It's very simple. Even if in those who have depression, it's just a lack of energy. That means the energy is not, it's stuck in some part of the body or the energy is, it needs a direction, and the more it's put in towards the mind, slowly it becomes into depression. So it's just channeling that same energy in a positive direction so it can have a, a it can be, in, be a source of even more energy, which can, which can actually really make life so beautiful um, and, and worth living. You know, usually we think, okay, life, you know, what, what is life con- composed of? A couple of hundred, uh, maybe a hundred years, if that. And all these things, you know, come and go, but it's very important that you stay with yourself and um, you're more aware of all the, your own mind, your own thoughts, everything that's going on with your own body. And going back to depression, it might just be the food you're eating, it can be just as simple as that, be causing the thoughts that you are having, causing the doubts. Like I said at the beginning, your mind is affected by four things, food, t- 
time, place, and people. So if that's the case, then every situation, any any thought, any emotion that you're going through any time of the day is affected by these four things. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jay or Ian, do you have any questions for Harry? Sure, Harry. Um, I'd like to know um, with the exercises and with just the fightings over depression and just living and enjoying life, how it focuses on one of the other core things of Listen Give, which is music. And how do you experience music, especially from, from from a really powerful place where you are? Right. So when, well, maybe maybe I didn't express it in the right way, but depression is an extreme case. Um, sure, it, it's very helpful in those cases, but to, to, the, to the normal person, this is extremely benef- beneficial. You know, all of us would would love to have more energy. Stress is what? Stress is having a lot on our plate and not having the energy to meet that demand. Correct? So so when the energy is raised in the system, just like if just like if we were to do something in our daily lives, if we had to perform a task, but we were hungry at the same time, we would choose eating first to gain the energy to do what we have to do. Um, in order to perform the task, right? So in in music, what happens is when the creativity flows, see, creativity is inborn in the system. It's natural to every human being. There's not a human being who is not creative. It's just kindling that creativity. And coming back to yourself, being more aware of your own mind, of your own self, of your own true nature... You're going to get to experience all these things. And creativity is endless. That's why you can see artists like Alicia Keys keep on making songs, keep on um, coming out with new stuff. That's why music is never going to end or die. There's not going to be a shortage of expression because creativity is is in our very own nature. So, and these, these, these techniques... And and the practical wisdom and the knowledge, the practical tools and the technique, it's not only about the breathing on this course, on the on the Art of Living course for adults. It's not only about the breathing, but it's the practical tools and techniques which help you which it's which help you which guide you in, in a better direction in your own life, which which kindle all these positive qualities, not only creativity, um, generosity, all these great um emotions and um, qualities in you. Excellent. Yes, yeah, so I'd like to know about the role that music's played in your life. So, well, I, Ian, I, you know what I think, Ian? I think maybe Jay might have a question for him around the music side, too. Jay, do you have a question oh, for him? Did we lose Jay? Uh, didn't we? Let's check the switchboard and see where we are with Jay. Okay, here we go. Here's Jay back. Okay, here's Jay. Okay. Hi, Harry. This is Jay. I had a question about your curriculum dealing with bullying. And I know you talked about the the depressed kids, but I wanted to know what are some of the positive results with the bullies that that you work with? Has your curriculum helped the bullying 
stop a little bit in some of the schools by them breathing and teaching them that it's not a good thing to harm kids or to slap them, as you say, in the first part of your conversation. Can you tell us a little bit about the, um, the positive things that Bluey's have learned from your curriculum? Sure, sure. Jay, I'd like to – I mean, this is the first time I'm speaking to you, so hi. Uh, hi. For, the lack of, for lack of a better word. Um <laughs> And thanks for having me on the show. Yes, bullying is a, you can say, a dramatic uh, problem in schools. But what I've seen is, from my experience, um, there was a there was a there was a uh, a basketball player in um, one of the schools that we taught in New Jersey, um, in Newark, New Jersey. And as you know, Newark, New Jersey is one of the most um, violent places. Um, in 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 the United States, and this this student, after doing the course, after experiencing the the cornerstone corner cornerstone excuse excuse my English um, breathing technique, which is the Sudarshan Kriya, um, I would he it seemed like his whole attitude towards life was transformed. He ended up this was in his sophomore year, his tenth grade. And by his senior year, he had become um, the, the, the state's fourth best basketball player, and he was a point guard. And so the transformation I saw in him and also other students was really groundbreaking, and it really showed. I mean, I had I had I had seen a lot of change in a lot of people um, after doing the course, but this this particular student. He was a bully himself, and just to go from that space of, because bullying is just a, a, you can say just just an emotion, just a just a, a reaction that happens uh, spontaneously when the student is feeling a lack of attention, when the student doesn't get enough attention, whether from home whether from school, whether from teachers. It might be a combination of all these things. When the student does, doesn't get any of this attention, it looks for attention in the person he or she believes. And that attention is provided on the course for each and every student. And when, when, once the student sees that, oh, I'm not by myself, I'm not, you know, I'm not by myself, I can, I have everyone with me, you know, we all move together. It's so beautiful to, to see the transformation of all these students, let alone, let alone Tariq, a uh, high school student in Newark, New Jersey. That is wonderful. Um, that's wonderful. And I, I wanted to ask you, do you have any musical talent yourself that you could share with our audience you might uh, have? Um, well, I'll say that... Um, in terms of you know, I've noticed this myself. Sometimes after doing my my practice, what happens is, I I, of course everyone sings things in the shower, but I'm I'm, I tend to do a lot of poetry. You can say spoken word, and um, it the way it just flows for, for especially for a loved one, the way it flows is so beautiful. Um, and in terms of playing an instrument, I guess. I I used to play the flute when I was back in fifth grade, um, but otherwise, 
poetry is very, very dear to my heart. Um, and I usually like to express it in the form of a rap or in the form of a um, of spoken word or, or any of these things. It's very beautiful. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we thank you. Now, Gail, um, Jay, do you have any final questions for for Hitesh today? About, I think we've learned so much today just about the breathing, about just the musical background. I think it's definitely been amazing. You know, um, yes, I do, uh, Ian. I actually have two more questions. And Ian, I know that we uh, we were trying to get Jay back. You had another question for him as well. Yeah, about about really what is your musical background? Like what is the music you listened to growing up and what kind of music do you listen to now when, as you're an adult here in the United States? Sure. Um, well, I grew up here. I grew up in Jersey City, New Jersey. And to me, before, before I, uh, you can say I did the Art of Living Chorus, before all these things, I grew up listening to a lot of hip-hop, um, grew up listening to a lot of, um, pop, um, and growing up, that that really became a source of in, inspiration. I saw now reflecting back, I can really see, you know, one of the one of the course points is um, there are four sources of energy, and one of them is a calm, positive state of mind. And I really saw that music, um, calm, positive, positive state in the uh, of, excuse me, calm, positive state of mind in the sense that. Um, when some, when someone is listening to their favorite music, and it really uplifts them, right? So, in that way, just reflecting, music played a huge role in my life when I, as I grew up, because it gave me a lot of energy um, to do the, the the mundane things that I that I did in my life as as a high school student, as, a, as before doing the art of living course, and afterwards, it, it was just the total acceptance of all music instead of just hip hop or pop. It just it was so beautiful the transformation that happened within myself um after taking the course. But yeah. Well so um Harry, Harry um one of the things I would like to ask you is this you know, you spoke of you've spoken of music, you've spoken of the creativity and what I loved about what you spoke about is it, you spoke in a way about it's not just the creativity of the overall person, that everyone has creativity, but also right. the fact that it also has a lot to do with how we think, how we speak, how we interact, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I, I based off what Jay said. So you talked about bullying, okay? The question was from Jay. When right. adult, young adults and adults have conflict in general, okay, and there's right. there's no common ground that you can get you can come to. How does the meditation and the um, the meditation, the kriya, all of those aspects that one can learn from you know from what you do? How does that play into those two people? How can you bring those parties together to have an understanding or where they can see the responsibility in it for themselves? See, I think a lot of parents and kids would like to know this. Right. So. A conflict occurs when when there is a conflict. You, Gail, you tell me why does a conflict occur in your life with another person? 
um, something maybe we're not willing to accept, something that, you know, uh, not want to be responsible for, or something sometimes another person doesn't want to be responsible for, or you just, you just can't find common ground. But I, I would say conflict comes from something you mentioned earlier. You know, when kids have things that happened in their, earlier in their life, that be, right. They remember that. So anytime they meet another person that they perceive to be the same way growing up until they're of old age, that same thing that they dealt with from when they were a child keeps coming into play. So it never gets healed, and it just keeps playing itself out. Right. Is that? that that's, you're, you're exactly right. The same situation, because you're faced with the same situation, because these emotions are there, and you're faced with similar situations, that emotion keeps coming up when you're faced with a similar situation. Because of, you, because of you having experienced this before and not completely releasing that emotion from your own, you know, not being free from that, that emotion. If I have a fight with you, Gail, like I mentioned before, and I still walk away feeling stressed, I still walk away feeling angry or jealous, or, or or sad or upset um, between us. That is that that emotion is stored somewhere, and I'm not completely free from it. And later on, it might it might come as a headache. It might later on that itself might come as any form of physical, emotional, um, or mental pain or or discomfort. Yeah, I, I would agree, and I think some. And, and that's the reason why I say that is because I noticed some students who, like when Jay spoke about bullying, right, or some musicians that you talked about, Alicia Keys. I noticed that Alicia Keys is always free when she's singing; she's a hundred percent free. Uh, when I watch or Celine Dion or a Beyonce or you know musicians who are very free with themselves, they tend to re- let go through their music right. or let go through the forms of that, you know, forms of their, whether they're a producer or a writer. Yes. Some people write. Right. Would you agree? You're completely right, um, Gail. Um, there's so much, the capacity of the human body is infinite. And so it, this energy that in the body needs a direction to flow in. And if it's creativity, if it's music, and all your attention is put towards that, and that's what it's going to be. You know, for children, I'd, I'd say in specific, you know, for me, as relating to a child, uh, relating to the students that I teach now, I used to consider a dream just because of media, all these things. I used to consider a dream as impossibility. So my dreams actually became an impossibility. I grew up watching um, Yankee sports broadcasters, Michael Kay and John Sterling. And it really, it really turned into a dream. And w- once it once it turned into a dream, I I always associated with associated it with impossibility. But in fact, and when I realized this, I declared it as my minor. And now I'm going to do this as a, a master's in my at Fordham. After I I'm a, I'm a fourth year student. I'm, I'm going to graduate in about a year. Um, Florida, which is the alma mater of Michael K. Yes, yes, it is. Um, after I realized that, you know, I always had associate dream with impossibility, that same day I declared a minor in communications. And that was because dream, a dream is, since your attention is on it the most 
and since the life force is flowing in that direction the most, the dream is the most possible and the easiest because your attention is on it the most. And once I realized this and I shared this with my with my students, they were amazed. They were like, wow, I always thought I couldn't, you know, I always said I wanted to be a basketball star. I always wanted to be a football player, but I never had, you know, it never had set in like that. I always, you know, it was always like lip syncing. I was always, I was just saying it just to answer the question. But thinking about it, it's really true, you know. Because of media, dream really equals impossibility. Or because of my atmosphere, you know, these four things I mentioned. This is the third time I'm going to mention. Your mind is affected by food, time, people, and place. So because of these things, I always associate it with impossibility. But it's the closest and it's the easiest because your life force, your energy, your attention, your 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 intention, your conviction is all on, on this one thing. So there's no way that it's not going to happen. Well, I, you know, with, with that said, um, this is my last question for you. I think, you know, I we, we've had many, many guests on this show, and we have loved all these guests. But I think what's so amazing about what you're sharing is that it's really hitting, like, the different sides of the three of us here and so many people of our listeners that are out there because we have people who are musicians, we have people who are producers, we have people who are lyricists and writers. And while they're making their living to become these things, there's a part of them that don't believe that they can actually achieve it. So that's one side of the spectrum. But then we have this other side of the spectrum, Harry, which is so amazing what you shared that you declared in that moment. So the same way in which you said that you had dream and, and, and possibility wrapped up in one, but as long as you kept it as a dream, it was an impossibility. It's the same way sometimes, you know, I, I a conflict within us, the same thing, like I said, the uh, singer who wants to be a singer, but in their mind they're going towards it, but they tell themselves, well, I'll never make it as a singer. I'll never make it as enough money. Let me ask you this, and, and it's really in line with this. When we go back to conflict within ourselves or conflict with others, there are times when we as people will use other people as a reason why we can't move forward or we'll use other things as a reason why we can't, and we'll put our whole attention to those people who say they're stopping us from doing something when really they either want to do something else themselves, really, or they want to uh, use what they don't want to work together. They, they want it to themselves. Can you speak to that? Because I think that that happens with everyday people. I think that music artists constantly battle with each other. You know, I'm better than you, or um, this industry is plagued with, I'm going to make it before you can. You know, because this is really important, especially to our musician community. Many of them start out on the same level with each other, okay? And this is across other industries as well. But they start out on the same level with one another, and then as if, they, if they're in a group and um, a, a record label comes to them and says, you know, I like your group, but I only want to sign one of you. Right. That group won't stick together until the next opportunity. It'll be more about, right. well, I'm, I know these guys are good, but i got to go and get mine right now. And that happens with people working together as entrepreneurs. That happens with people working together in Fortune 500 companies. And it starts as... Hello? Hello? Harry? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, we'll continue to blame that person or that thing. How do we get ourselves to be 
in line with our integrity of our lives and also in working together with one another, but also carrying out our dreams together and not so, hold on to those things. Yeah, for, so for that long question, there's a very simple answer, Gail. Um, blaming occurs only when a person isn't comfortable in the, in the situation or the place that they're in. So once you become comfortable with where with where you're at, you can accept others for who they really are, for what they really do. And in this wow. industry that you're mentioning, in the music industry you're mentioning that these artists have a lot of conflict. It's only because they don't accept, they, they're not satisfied, they're not content with where they are, even though they've gained so much, you know, even though they've, they've gotten so far, being content with your own self will allow you to, to Hello? be comfortable. Yes, yes. Being contented with yourself will allow you to be more comfortable with those around you. Because, you know, that blaming others isn't, isn't, isn't a means or isn't a, a solution. Isn't going to solve a problem. It's only going to create more turbulence. And um, these artists that we're mentioning that do blame each other, it's it's nothing more than just wanting more attention, wanting more attention, wanting. More. And then once they realize, and coming on the course, you know, the art of living course, it's so beautiful because it's not only the breathing techniques that we've mentioned and I'm saying this again, it's the practical tools, you know, the techniques, the, the, the practical wisdom that, that really, take, really gives you the pi- final push, really, really brings it home for you, that it's really not about, you know, about, um, you know, you can have all these things, but it's really not about a stressful, uh, there is such thing as a stressful, stress-free life. A, a stress-free body, a healthy, li- a healthy life, a uh, positive lifestyle, all these things. I, I have to really agree with you, Harry. I, I think I've been, I think, I think humbled is the, the best mm-hmm. thing for me to share about being a part of Art of Living, having teachers such as uh, uh, Shubra and, and Amit as teachers, and, you know, to be able to share this with um, Ian, who's in yoga, and to Jay, who does his own meditation as well and, and breathing. And, but as you say, they're tools, however we call it, they're tools. The one thing that this has helped me with is to truly be 100% authentic with myself and to own, own things in ways that I never knew how, but to be in step with who I am as a person. And, what, you know, Ian and I were taken back by the video that you showed at the Listen Give event. Um, Jay, it was really wonderful. And one of the things that Ian and I loved was the fact that we could see the children. The children really got a sense of who they were. You know, once, the only thing that we can do, we think it's our heart beating or seeing our eyes. The thing that, can, that you can't live without is breath. Mm. You cannot live without breath. And, you know, right. I, I, I have no other words than just to say I think all of us on this show really thank you for taking the time to be on here today. Thank you, Gail. No, I, it's, 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 it's an honor, really. It, it, it's really an honor for me to be on and really share what I know 
to all to to everyone. And that's I, I believe that that's what that's what I hope to continue to do. To share what well, I know. Before you go, um, Ian, do we have enough time for him to share what the Yes program is where people can yes, find the Yes program yes. and yes, order Okay. Yes. So, um, if, Harry, if you could tell people where they could find the um, the Yes program for parents and kids and um, and also um, children, and then also the Art of Living program for um, other people, you know, to take as adults, that would be great if you wouldn't mind. Sure, it's very simple. Um, art of Living, um, with the Art of Living with the Adult Courses, um, you can go to artofliving.org, O-R-G, and with the Youth Course, um, with the Yes Program um, and the, the Youth Programs, you can go to Yes, which is youthempowermentseminar.com. So it's youthempowermentseminar, which stands for yes.com, and um, theartofliving.org. Any of these, these these websites are beautifully designed, to, very easy to navigate. So you can see you can you can see where you fit, which age group, and you can register yourself for any of these courses, beautiful courses. One one thing, one last thing about art of living. Would you share? Hello. Yes. Yes. So, would you like to share a little bit more about art of living? Yes, how far it How how far it reaches around the world? Oh, sure. Art of Living is a non-profit, non-governmental organization which is now spread through 153 countries and predominantly <clears throat> predominantly based oh, it's it's it has its its reaches are almost I would say in every state and almost in every city in the United States although it might not be visible <laughs> because there are so many people in the world. Um, so far, it has reached 40 million people around the world, and great work continues to happen um, in in each corner of the world. Um, I know Argentina, if you look at it, Argentina and Art of Living are huge. Um, um, and there's a band um, called the Yoga Rave Band from the Art of Living, which is coming on into the city and different cities in the United States to put on a show, uh, a party, um, a drug-free alcohol dance party. Um, it's going to be amazing. You guys should check it you know out. What, you know what date that will be here for us? Yes, it's going in New York City. They are coming. It's going to be in the Pasha Club. So it's going to be um, on March 29th, 2012. And it's, it's going to be geared towards the YES program going to be geared towards um, gaining funds for this YES program that that uh, happens around around the states. Well, and the, the only other qu- question I um, w- would like you to share is, you said it's in 150 countries, so are you saying that it's also in Europe and it's also in Asia and other places? Yes, yes. Every, everything, I mean, there, there, there's a couple of countries that it hasn't reached, um, um, I think very few parts of Africa, maybe um, uh, maybe Greenland. Well, there's very few, um, but it, it's it's re- it, it's almost in every corner of this world. So if you do the course, if you if I if Gail, you were to go to Europe, you would be able to attend one of the follow-ups in Europe. 
So it's it's universal like that. You'd be able to go to uh, India. You'd be able to go to China. You'd be able to go to um, Australia and attend one of these sessions um, after you were to graduate from this course for free. And would Jay be able to do it in San Francisco as well? Sure. It's, yes, of course. There's a huge Art of Living chapter in, in, in San Francisco, the Bay Area. <clears throat> well, we, we thank you so much. And Ian and Jay, do you have any last words for Harry? I say thank you, Harry. Um, you've shared a lot. You've shared a lot of your personality between what you're doing, what you're pursuing in school, your interest in music, and even... And even the one thing we one big thing we both have in common is just growing up listening to John Sterling and Michael K. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. They were awesome. <laughs> yes, they were together. Yes. And and what is, and what about you, Jay? Jay, are you there? I think Jay was cut off. Um, can we bring him back on for just a moment so uh, we can have um, his um, last person? Well, right now he's not in the queue right now. He's right now not connected to the switchboard on our radio. But I'm sure that if he was, he would be thanking us for joining us. Here, let me see if I can find him. It's okay. Um, Jay asked a very, very good question. Um, and I'd really like to thank you guys and and Jay also, Gail, it's been a pleasure knowing you, um, and also Ian, for the time I have. And I, I, I really like to be thankful for giving me this opportunity to share this with, with everyone in the world. Excellent. Thank you very much for joining us. And on behalf of Gail, let me see, I think this may be Gail again. Gail, are you? Yes, we all, we're sorry for the technical difficulties, Harry. It's completely fine. Jay, are you there? Yes. So, so we thank we thank you, Harry. We thank everyone, Gail, Jay. I think it's been an excellent show, and everyone, you have an excellent week. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. You have an excellent day. All right, Gail, what a, what a good show. Harry's been an amazing guest today. I'm yeah, I do. I'm, really, I'm really surprised uh, that he stayed on. I mean, have we been able to get Jay back on? We have not been able to get Jay back on. Well, I guess we'll have to close out the show with Jay's heart here. Um, we'll see you guys next week. And um, I just want to say that, you know, I don't know about you, Ian, we've had so many shows between Parents, Kids, Music, and it's our third Listen and Give uh, show, and I have to say it was pretty interesting. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I thank everyone for listening. Excellent job today, everyone. Gal, Jay, thank you. And, and we'll hear you next week. <laughs>